Hey there, Blessed Mama. We are here to help you, the working mom, manage your personal and professional life without losing your mind. This is a podcast for you. I'm Blair Critch, and I went from a teacher to a stay-at-home to a seven-figure online business owner. And listen, that didn't happen overnight. It happened after we actually hit rock bottom. Bankruptcy that shook us. Then to find out my husband had an addiction problem, I decided that day I would grow and learn how to build a flexible business of freedom. Now today, I'm passionate about teaching other women the exact same thing through systems and strategies full of faith, fun, and drive. What is up? I am Kelly Hoover, retired corporate pharmaceutical rep to network marketing millionaire and small business owner. After recovering from a brain tumor, I knew I wanted to go after my dreams and make life happen. You know, quit waiting around for the perfect time. So I learned social media and how to master my time, and then the magic really started happening. If you are looking to create connections and own your time management skills, then this is the place for you. Let's do it. What is going on, ladies? We are so incredibly excited about today's episode. I am flying just half of Blessed Mama Bosses today. This is Kelly Hoover. And I am super pumped for today because we have an extra special guest. You guys know we don't have a ton of guests on the podcast, but only super special ones. And we're so excited for Camille Joy to be joining us today. So you guys, you're packed, ready for a packed full episode. And today we're going to be chatting all about mommy guilt, clubhouse growth, and the journey through motherhood. So I'm super excited. Now, those of you who do not know Camille yet, I'm going to share a little bit about her and then I'm going to bring her on and we're going to just have a great conversation. I can't wait to learn. We were just talking before the podcast and she was already sharing so many great tips. I said, hold on, we've got to record this for all of our incredible listeners. So you are, you are going to be packed in for a great episode. I would suggest grabbing your pen and paper because you're going to want to take some notes, I'm sure. So Camille Joy is a wife. She is a mom. You guys, she has five boys, five amazing boys. And not only is she a mama, but she wears so many hats as the entrepreneur land. She's a podcaster of Moments of Joy podcast, which we will share those links with you in the show notes. But she's a survivor. She's an advocate and the voice of hope for the brokenhearted mama. And I can't wait to learn more about her story. What I love so much about Camille is that we share that love for Jesus. We share the love for the Lord. And I love so much as I've gotten to know her that she really truly is rebuilding, helping people really rebuild their lives after tragedy, after adversity and after loss. And I know I just was sharing earlier too, something she shared on her stories on Instagram just today about you're working from home. But getting up and getting yourself dressed, even when you're working from home, and you know what, you may not see anyone, but it allows you to show up best for yourself. So even on those stories, she is sharing so many tips. So Camille uses a form of self-expression and healing. She launched her own podcast, Moments of Joy, in 2018 to really uplift and encourage and motivate people who are really building their lives, rebuilding their lives after a traumatic situation. Through her weekly podcast, she shares her own experiences and inspiring stories from other moms around the world. She is the founder of International Moms Club called The Real Moms Club, and her hope and mission is to really, truly unite moms from all over the world through community 
And I will tell you, you will find that when you listen to her podcast, when you follow her on Instagram, and when you go into the club and hang out with her on Clubhouse. So Camille, welcome. How are you today? Thank you so much. I'm well. I'm so honored to be here with you. I'm just smiling from ear to ear. You're amazing. Thank you so much for the invitation today. Oh my gosh. First off, I am just so thrilled that you said yes. Um, You know, the moment that I heard your podcast, I had to reach out to you and just instantly connected with your vibe and your heart and just your mom life and being a businesswoman. I know so many of our listeners, that's exactly what they are. And a lot of people have gone through tragedy and a lot of people have gone through things. So I know so many people are going to be able to relate with what you have to share. And you're definitely a legend in Clubhouse because um, I can't wait to hear more about that. So you guys, we are going to dive in. The first thing I really want to talk about is mom guilt. There are so many moms that listen to this podcast and you know, have that mom guilt and really just feel defeated. So what tips do you have for moms on really defeating that mom guilt? Yeah. One of the things that I learned um, when really studying about it and really trying to figure out a way to defeat it, one of the things I learned was to grab the thought and recognize if it's truth or a lie. So sometimes when we have to discipline our kids, you know, We don't want to go that harsh because we think, you know, oh, they're going to hate me when they get older or, oh, my gosh, my son, he's not eating vegetables. Um, You know, he's not going to have uh, all the nutrition he needs. But grabbing those thoughts and recognizing if they're a truth or a lie can help you to throw away the lie right away. And then coming behind and affirming yourself. Motherhood is so difficult. I know that there are moms of many different backgrounds, many different races, many different cultures, and we all have a different walk and a different journey. Um, Being on Clubhouse helped me to really hear from other moms because, you know, I'm African-American and growing up in Connecticut, I didn't really see or directly have contact with too many other cultures. And so the beauty of being an adult woman now and hearing these voices, you hear different countries and how they are able to mother the support that they have or they don't have. And it's just amazing. But mom guilt is something that we should fight because it begins like this downward spiral that can lead to depression uh, and, and negative thoughts that, you know, we just don't need on top of everything else that we have to face in motherhood. Yeah. Oh, so true. I love that. I've never heard anyone talk about saying whether it's a truth or a lie. And it is so true because oftentimes I have this playing out in my head because in my office, Camille, I have this window that overlooks on the other side of the bush is a basketball court. And I sometimes am working at night and my kids and my husband are out there laughing and playing and having this great time and I can hear them. I'm glad I can't see them because the bush is there. But every time that I hear someone talk about mom guilt, I hear that because I work sometimes in the evening and I spend time with my kids during the day and on the weekends. And I do have that mom guilt. And I love that sort of process of saying like, is it true? is this a lie? It's a lie because I have a lot of time with my kids more now than I ever did in the corporate world. 
it just doesn't always look like exactly what it looks like for other people. So I really love that you clarified that. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially in 2021. <laughs> this is not 1960 and ni- 1965 or, you know, heck, it's not the 90s. Times are changing. And so our children will look back when they are grown just like I do about my mom and respect the sacrifices, they will understand once they have to begin to pay bills, right? Why we work so hard. And yeah, (laughs) I agree with you. And you can look, you can look at it that way. So true because I, you have such an incredible work ethic. The little bit I have, I've gotten to know you. I can see that about you. I have a work ethic and I wholeheartedly believe that it was because I was shown that being raised, like my parents worked really hard for what they had. And so I didn't, I don't know any, any different, nothing's ever been handed to us. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so true. So tell me a little bit about why you're so passionate about this journey of motherhood. Like share a little bit about that part of your story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Because I became a mom at 16 years old and I, um, you know, I didn't know anything about being a mom, of course. I think I was oblivious to what really was getting ready to happen in the journey that I was getting ready to go on. But I I continued to make a lot of um, poor decisions in my adolescent. And by 21, I had four children. And so now today I'm 35, I'm almost 36. So it has been a journey um, being single and having to take care of them. Um, I am married today. And I've been married for almost six years, but that journey as a single mom was difficult. And so, you know, a lot of times we look on in the parenting magazines or on TV and we see this family, you know, with a white picket fence and that's not everybody's reality. And so motherhood became my passion because I wanted to see and heal, hear the real side of motherhood. That, you know, some of us, we cry just as much as we may smile or even more on this journey of motherhood. And to also, um, it's a passion because not everybody's journey looks the same. And sometimes women even have a very difficult time getting pregnant and becoming moms. And there's so many different ways to become a mom today. But I think... um, It became a passion just because of my personal journey and the difficulties that I faced um, having to make those decisions. I was in an abusive relationship, leave, and then begin to build my life. So I went to college. I had to bring my children and move into low-income housing, and that's a very high crime area, um, drug area. And so we lived there for a little while so that I could put myself through college. And those type of decisions many parents have to make across this world. Many um, are just trying to figure out how they will feed their children the next day. And so I wanted that type of reality to be heard. And so that's why I shifted over into this mommy field and zone because I, I wanted other mothers to know it's okay, you know, you can grow and come out of that place too. My oldest son, who who I had when I was 16, is away on a basketball scholarship. He's an honor student. He he has been all throughout high school, and even now he's on the dean's list. And he has a full-time job. He bought his own first car, and he is an amazing ray of sunshine. And I, I brag about him 
very all the time, but because I'm proud. I was a baby. I, I didn't know, but it was a village. My favorite quote is it takes a village to raise a child. And so really accepting that help from family, from friends, from mentors, from teachers along the way created this amazing child and and now continuing to um, you know, create the rest of my amazing children now along with the help of my husband. <laughs> Wow, but that, that is, is my, amazing. Truly a passion. Thank you so oh, much. Oh my gosh, I've got like chill bumps all over my body. <laughs> I mean, how incredible, right? I mean, that mm. is what a blessing. What a blessing. And I know you should brag about him because that is amazing, amazing accomplishments. And can I ask you when you sort of made this transition? Um, being vulnerable is really hard for a lot of women, right? Like you, you just shared, you know, you opened up and just shared so much with us and you say it with so confidence because I know you're, you say it with confidence because you're, you're on the other side and you've gone through things. But the reality is, is we all still have challenges every day of our life, right? Do you, mm-hmm. did you find it difficult or how did you get to this place where you are confident about sharing your vulnerability. Cause I know a lot, I personally struggle with that. I struggle with, you know, I was raised in an environment where being vulnerable, you was private and it was almost deemed as weak, but it's so mm-hmm. such a lie, right? So it did is. you go through a transition, but how, how did, how did that, what does that look like for you? I'm, I'm super curious. Yeah. It, it definitely was a transition, um, but starting the podcast was the first place where I began to open up and to really, um, share. It was no one there but the microphone. So I let the walls of shame down because none of it was really my fault. You know, things happen. Yes, I made decisions, but the abuse wasn't my fault and so many of the other things. But I know that storytelling is so life-changing. Um, watching one Oprah episode of a woman who whose ex almost killed her was the reason why I stepped away from an abusive relationship. So I know that storytelling is so important and and some mother needed to hear me speak. And so I, that's my encouragement about that to let the walls of shame down and just speak out about it because someone needs to hear your story. Hey there, blessed mama. We know this last year has been quite the journey between COVID, between political uproar, and all the things that have kept us from doing the things that we absolutely love to do, like getting together with other like-minded women. So we knew that we needed to host our very first annual Blessed Mama Bosses Retreat this fall. So join us September 24th through 26th for Bringing Me Back Retreat. Listen, you're not going to have to do anything. Put those feet up, relax, fill up your cup so you can come home not only better at your business, but better as a mom, better as an entrepreneur, better as a wife or a friend or a daughter. You have many roles and we are here to fill up your cup and have you spend a weekend getting pampered, being taken care of, but best of all, making sure that you fill your body, mind, and soul. You're not going to want to miss out on this weekend in Orlando, Florida, where we're going to have so much fun, learn a ton, and even have a professional life coach. So if you want more information, go check it out at bmbretreat.com. We have a special going on right now through the month of May, and you're not going to want to miss out. Hey, and grab a friend, whether they're in the same business as you or they don't even have a business at all. 
No matter who they are, they will love this retreat. So we cannot wait to see you there. Check it out at bmbretreat.com. So powerful, Camille. So powerful. I love I love that. If you're definitely struggling with being vulnerable, just think about who you're serving and that will help you so much. So let's dive into a little bit of Clubhouse. Um, yes. Clubhouse is definitely something that, um, I mean, I'm calling you a legend in it because I'm still very new and I know you're still new, but you're mm-hmm. like a queen over on Clubhouse. So those of you who have are not familiar with Clubhouse yet, as the timing of this recording, it's still just Apple devices on it, but hopefully Android's going to be coming very soon. Um, but we do have an episode, a bonus episode uh, on Blessed Mama Bosses about what Clubhouse is and just a little bit around it. You need an invite to get on. Reach out to us if you need one. I know Blair and I usually have some. Camille, you probably have some too. Um, but can you share just some tips for Clubhouse growth? A lot of our listeners are network marketers, they are business owners, they are, you know, they they have some sort of, whether it's their full-time job or it's a business they're building alongside their nine to five and raising a family. So any sort of tips that you could help for, for really applying clubhouse growth? Yeah. Um, number one, I would say to speak, speak up. A lot of times on the app, you know, people just stay in the audience, they create their rooms and they go into others and listen. But when you come on the app, talk and raise your hand on the stages, no matter how big or small they are. You know, um, the big rooms are okay, but the small rooms are really where you're going to build relationship and relationship is key on the app. Because you'll meet people that will want to have you come speak in their room and vice versa. Um, So don't don't shrink back. That was some advice that that I heard on the app early on. And and know that your voice is called to someone, right? Someone's going to love you. Someone's going to love me in the way that I speak. Um, And so don't feel like you have to fall into imposter syndrome on the app because you don't. Just show up as who you are. You know, I don't think I, I I shared on the app. I used to hate to hear myself talk because I have a list. I have a gap. But even with imperfections, right, show up and speak, be strong and let your voice be heard because we all have them. <laughs> and so um, networking, have a plan also. Have a plan for what you want to use this app for. A lot of people are beginning to make an income from this app by funneling people into their offers and what they have. Um, And when you start your rooms, don't forget to have invite people to follow you. Sometimes they need directives, right? That's what the ClickFunnel was created for. (laughs) Sometimes they need to be told directly what to do. So you, um, you know, invite them to follow and connect with you on Instagram as well. Um, But don't just create your own rooms, jump up on other stages. And I also... Um, would encourage you to probably block off a day or two where you can dedicate maybe all day to networking. Maybe just like you would if you were going away to a conference. Take this weekend and, you know, have it playing in your ears or, you know, raise your hand to speak on some stages just to have visibility. Um, There are celebrities on the app that sometimes just hop into rooms. I had the opportunity of hosting a room in my club with Brandy 
and Ray J's mom that I met on Clubhouse, and she was so nice and humble and, and accepted my invitation to come and speak. Um, so it's many people like that that are on this app and willing to share. You get to real meet like the real person behind the millions of followers. And a lot That's of them are amazing. Nice. Yeah, I will say, you know, I, the time I've spent on Clubhouse, which I got on at the end of December, I was on for 48 hours and realized I was quickly becoming addicted. So it scared me and I left. <laughs> and because I was like, I don't have time for this. I don't know what to do with all of this. Um, but then I decided to jump back in about 10 weeks later. And now I have blocked off time and I really, but I still want to spend more time on it. Let me ask like a rule or what, maybe not even a rule, but what is your advice on when, you know, people follow you? Do you follow them back? Do you choose like your specific person that you want to work with? Like, how do you sort of do that? Do you follow everyone back? Do you make a selection? Like how does, how does that work for Camille? On Clubhouse, I follow back those that I see in my rooms often, or I'll follow back someone who asked a really good question. You know, and I want to, you know, continue to stay connected to them. Um, I also connect with people who DM me. So when they come and they DM and they say, that room was excellent. Thank you so much. I'm following. I'm, you know, I want to continue to hear from them or I'll invite them to come back. So no connection or relationship that I really have now did I meet beforehand. I have met so many people and it's through the DMs. So, you know, I think before, if you see someone with a bigger following before you say, Hey, can I, you speak in my room or Hey, can I speak with you? Spend some time building that relationship because then it seems more, um, genuine. Got you. So when you're in other people's rooms, so you're, you host your rooms, I know, but then you also said you go into others' rooms, you get on stage, you speak. Um, when you ask a question, you add advice, you know, I, that's what a, typically a lot of times when people raise their hands, they do. Do you follow all the moderators? Do you look for people in the audience that you want to connect with and you begin following them? And do you ever DM them if they say something like, hey, that was a great question? What does that look like? Absolutely. All of that. So I don't okay. follow all the moderators all the time. I don't because then their rooms will show up in your hallway. And so if you didn't really get any value out of what they said, then, you know, you shouldn't follow. But follow the ones that you really like. Um, also, I do comb the audience. Today I did a special needs room and I looked down in the audience and I saw that it was a full grown um a young autistic man, and he came and he shared his story, but I asked him to come up and speak just by reading his bios. The bios are very important. So brag, if you've been on any magazine, if you've been doing whatever for 20 years, or, you know, did your bio makes, you know, people want to know who you are more. That's <laughs> so amazing. yes, I, I am doing that. <laughs> okay. And you guys in the show notes, we will link Camille's, um, clubhouse so you can go and check her out and follow her and you're definitely going to want to hang out with her in her rooms especially if you're a mom and you're really you know searching for a lot of the things that we've been talking about today so Camille I know so many people are going to want to follow you and follow up so where is the best place we'll make sure we link everything in the show notes but where is the best place for people to get further connected with you I think the best place is Instagram because Instagram is where I like to say we do real life, right? 
We're talking in our stories. We're sharing moments. So Instagram is the best place. Awesome. Okay. We'll link that. Thank you so much. This has been so much fun. And I just, I have to say, I just love your spirit. I love everything about what you share. And um, I felt connected the very first time I heard your voice and just so much of what you stand for and so many things. And I want to leave everybody with just, you know, some inspiration in following Camille and just really thinking about what she has talked about today, you know, really the things that you go through in your past, we all have different stories. We all have trauma. We all have different things that lead us to the, our paths. And it really doesn't matter what's happened. It doesn't matter your mistakes. It doesn't matter anything that's happened in your past, but what really matters is what you do today and what you do moving forward. And you get that choice and you get to choose joy and I love that your podcast is called Moments of Joy because it truly is getting to choose it. So thank you so much for being on today. Thank you for having me. It's been an honor. All right, you guys, we'll see you on the next episode of Bless Mama Boss's podcast. Have a great day and make it a great day for others. We hope you enjoyed this episode and want to hang out with us more. Join us inside our Facebook community. You can find us at www.blessedmamabossesgroup.com. We'll see you inside.